I guess we can go ahead and get started. It's weird not having the silly antics of Connor here. I can I can take my shirt off, but that'll help. Mm, I just might like to see that. Okay. I, I mean, I, I I'm gonna go ahead and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, I I probably have seen that at some point in time. I don't think we've ever been to the pool together. Um, maybe we have. Yeah, we have. What pool? Uh, there was a pool. It was filled with water, and we were there. Is that naturally what they do with pools? Is they um, fill them with water? I mean, a pool can be filled with a lot of things, like ketchup, or um, perhaps um, hot wax. <laughs> you just dip your dip your entire undercarriage in hot wax. You, you jump into the pool. I, ca- of hot I can't wa- stop saying hot wax. <laughs> jump into the pool of hot wax and then jump right out and then put some strips on you. And then rip that shit oh, off. And that's how you just keep your skin silky smooth for the summertime months. Yeah. I mean, it does last longer, yeah. but you pay for it in pain. Mm, but, you know, beauty is pain. You yeah. know, you got if you if you want to have some some super slick thighs, you know, so when you're walking around with them shorts on during the summer, you're just gliding. I think, you know, there's no there's no chaffage. There's no nothing. I think uh, who said that? Was it? Uh, uh, was it was it Quentin Tarantino that said that? Um, I think it was actually uh, uh, Jules Verne. What about what about Tim Gunn? Did he say that? It was definitely Tim Gunn. <laughs> I almost said James Gunn because, uh, but because we were talking about Marvel shit, and right. so it's like James yeah. Gunn shaves shaves his thighs. Obviously, <laughs> you can't direct an awesome movie with with hairy thighs right i mean you you gotta you gotta have have room for for leverage and moving around and whatnot okay i mean how many times you're squatting down to give the perfect direction right you know you don't want a actor who's maybe doing a death scene where they're laying down you don't want them looking up in your shorts and going man that's like a fucking jungle in there you know what i'd like you want them to look at that and go hmm that's like a it's like a slip and slide (laughs) i'd like to think that him and uh what's his name the, the real awesome swimmer that swims for our country. Oh, Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps. I'd like to think that him and Michael Phelps get together and have a waxing party. That's that's actually, and they, and they do it in a pool. And Michael Phelps can actually, when it's all over with, after the wax is actually solidified, funny enough, Michael Phelps can actually successfully dive into the wax <laughs> and swim his ridiculously athletic self through that shit and still break records. He actually, that's how he trains. He swims through hot wax. He, he doesn't do the whole like ankle weights thing. He just No, he just jumps into wax. a pool of thick, viscous wax. <laughs> I'd like to think that's what it's like swimming through like hot lava, except... Uh, no, oh, actually, oh. I, I do an impression of swimming through hot lava. Do you want to hear it? I do. Okay. It kind of goes like this. <laughs> that's that's kind of... And then it's an abrupt... It's an abrupt... Uh, Abrupt because scream you're and dead then, within and, seconds. Right, and then you're yeah, just you're dead. not actually swimming. Right, you become part of it. <laughs> yeah, um, you should ask Hayden Christensen what he thinks of lava. <laughs> you know, I saw this hilarious meme. It was back in February around Valentine's Day, and it was roses are red, circles are round, and then it just had a picture of Obi Wan. <laughs> On the high ground. <laughs> and it was like, give up, Anakin. I have the high ground. But oh it didn't God. have that caption. So you just had to, like, I saw the picture and I was like, trying to put it together. I was like, ah! <laughs> yeah, there's some, there's some deeper meaning to that scene because you watch Anakin burn 
uh, kind of in the same way as you're watching Hayden Christensen's career <laughs> go down in flames in the same scene. And then I hate you. And then, he's actually screaming at George Lucas for ruining his fucking life. And then the final can't can't forget the final scene. No, he's still screaming at George Lucas. <laughs> You're a terrible director. That, that's why he's so pissed at the end of Rogue One. Oh, he just murks everybody. <laughs> that's that's what it was. It's kind of like in The Waterboy where Adam Sandler sees other people's heads on shit. H2O. He just sees George Lucas's head on all the rebels as he slaughters them. Yeah, that's he just sees a bunch of people that's telling them water sucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or in that case, you're a grand actor and that take was fine. <laughs> All so right. what's what are we doing today, man? All right. So, Andrew, I'm so glad you asked. We are doing, first of all, thank you for tuning in, downloading the podcast, whether you're listening to it on your phone or if you've tuned in to Facebook Live. Thank you so much. We are doing episode seven. Today's topic is the Marvel Cinematic Universe's phase three. El Trio, as it's known in some states. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we are, uh, we're going to be talking about that today, and both of us are super excited because we are both big Marvel fans as well as just huge nerds, obviously, because that's the name of the fucking podcast. <laughs> what are you even doing here if you don't know that? <laughs> right, yeah, I mean, that kind of goes without saying, so. But before we do that, we are mm-hmm. going to do our regular intro segment of Nerdy News Update. Mm-hmm. Andrew, would you like to go first? I would. I would. I absolutely would. What is your nerdy news update for this Um, episode? There's a dope-ass second trailer for (gasps) Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man! Spider-Man! And it's so good. Um, I love it. It it shows more of Vulture, which I really like. Oh, yeah, for sure. Michael Keaton's a bad motfucker, man. He is terrifying. The, uh, overall, I, I don't want to encroach on sure. your time no, here, but uh, overall, um, the uh, the tone of this uh, this trailer was much, uh, I mean, I guess a little bit darker than the first oh, one. Oh, well, then the, the first one was very much, yay, Spider-Man. Yeah, is, like, hey, you're getting a new Spider-Man yeah, movie, and this and one is like, actually, there's some shit that's going to go down, so... I see this movie being pretty balanced between... I mean, you're... You know, I assume the first, let's just say, act of the movie is gonna will be, like, be very fun and positive, and he's doing the Spider-Man thing, because in this version, it's kind of a restart for Spidey. I mean, he right. is brand new mm-hmm. as Spider-Man in, in this version. And thank God for no fucking uh, death of Uncle Ben. Again. We already know that happened. It's all good. Yeah, we. How many we, times are you gonna how, shoot that poor son of a bitch? How many times are you gonna go out for cho- Martha? For, sorry, for sorry. Chocolate I was milk. thinking of someone else. <laughs> how many times are you gonna go try and buy milk and then end up having your uncle shot? <laughs> With great power comes great. Okay, yeah, our responsibility. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Let's die. wrap this can you up. Just go ahead and fucking die. So we can do this movie again. But it's no, it, it just it shows. Um, and I, I really dig that. More and more, you're seeing how Spider-Man's suit in this one is very technologically driven. Yes, and um, obviously, his a lot of his stuff came from Tony Stark in this mm-hmm. version, which I thought was a very neat uh, change for the movie version versus what the old comics were. The comics, he just he made his fucking suit. Yeah, um, I've always one, I, I've always really enjoyed um, all the Spider-Man movies, even even the ones with the. Uh, 
Like even Spider Man Three, I enjoyed the hell out of that movie. Yes, All there right, was well, some I'm gonna problems. go ahead and go. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but uh, Spider Man Three. But yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed all the Spider Man movies, and uh, Tony Stark slash Iron Man is my favorite Avenger. So having him in this movie really just like put the cap on that awesome cake right yeah, there. It's neat to have him be a mentor to him and yes. be, um, you know, showing him how to invent different things even though peter himself is already a genius right person, but to, to have two geniuses one a little bit older mm-hmm. and one really young it's mm-hmm. going to be very cool and entertaining yeah. and funny watching the dynamic between these two so i hope uh but definitely definitely check out the trailer um it'll it'll get you all yeah excited. It just dropped this morning i believe or oh, yeah. late last mm-hmm. night mm-hmm. uh one of one of those two but I saw it, um, and I was equally as impressed. So, yeah, if you haven't gotten a chance to see it, go see it um, and enjoy. That's pretty great. For my nerdy news update is also another trailer. It released, I guess, late last week, I believe, uh, maybe this weekend. Uh, it was the second, also the second trailer to the, was it the second trailer or the first? It's the second uh, one. Uh, for Justice League, mm-hmm. which we will get... You know when it's coming out? It's uh, fall, right? I don't remember. But I, I think it's in the fall, like September, October, November, yeah. sometime around there. But yes, I loved it. I love what they had to show us. Of course, just like everyone else um, that goes to see the, the DCEU um, movies, I do have some reservations and some concerns. One thing that kind of happened the same thing that happened with batman versus superman uh, when i saw the trailer i was like holy shit this is awesome and then of course the movie came out and i personally enjoyed the movie yes i admit that there was uh, some shortcomings i mean there's there's no getting around that and we don't have time to discuss that <laughs> that's a whole nother episode yeah that's uh, we just do an episode on like talking shit about that um but we won't um but uh, i i am a little concerned that maybe they showed us like they did the same. Uh, they did the thing with Suicide Squad, where they basically showed us all the best parts of the movie that, that in I, the trailer. I thought that as well, but it, I will it, say this. I mean, my sorry, uh, my reaction to the Batman versus Superman trailer when I first saw it was already concerning. I was mm-hmm. already like, this just looks super not fun, and every single trailer kept that theme right and then i saw the movie and i'm i fucking hated it like i just hated batman versus superman i like ben affleck as batman yeah Um, that's that's one thing that i always bring up is that the number one concern that everyone had with that movie wasn't even the problem wasn't (laughs) even the problem with that movie i mean again i'm not gonna go into that right this movie looks fun Mm -hmm. it looks i and i totally dig how They've lightened they've lightened Batman up at least a little bit. To, yeah. To where he's not just always Martha. Martha. Right. Why did you say Martha? I mean, he um, is always like, you know, the the dark anti-hero. Of course, he's going to be um, that, but um but he's basically inspired by the heroic acts yes, of, Superman of Superman and how he And how badass and hilarious is Aquaman? He is hands down my one of the the Biggest things that I'm waiting for for this movie. I, I cannot wait him to see him. Him being on top of the Batmobile with and his fucking flying, and then getting shot off of it. Oh my god, like, I, my fucking head exploded yeah. when I saw And I really that hope that there's just, I again, like you said, I hope they didn't pull a Suicide Squad and show us I, all the good shit. I, and that's a little 
scary. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping this isn't the optimistic part of my brain uh, firing off here, but I really don't think so because, I mean, it's going to be a longer movie. Mm-hmm. It'll probably at least be two and a half hours long. So I'm assuming that um, there's way more to it than that. Do but- you bleed? <laughs> Do you bleed? <laughs> yes, I, I fucking Do you bleed? <laughs> Sorry, old habits die hard. <laughs> Do... <coughs> Do you believe? <laughs> sorry, my sorry, my voice was being weird. <laughs> what? I'm Batman. <laughs> That's Bruce, are you okay? Yes. What is that? Is that Jim Carrey playing the Riddler, oh God, playing Batman? That's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> I can't do it. Um, but um, anyway, yeah, that that movie looks to, like it's gonna be way better than what we've gotten out of the. DC universe thing. Yeah, so that's of fun. course it's it's still concerning that um, what's his name is directing it. Um, oh, Snyder. Yeah, Zack Snyder. Um, I mean, I think someone needs to give him a fucking hug <laughs> because all of his movies are like that. Yeah, Martha. Sorry, I can't stop. <laughs> okay, so cool. yeah, I guess yay, we'll yay uh, comic book movies. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the ones that we were gonna talk about. Right. So we're going to dive right into MCU's Phase 3, our our topic for today. Mm -hmm. Basically, we we have a bunch of talking points, and we're not comic book gurus when it comes to this. So as far as like the speculation of what we might see with the movies that haven't come out yet, like like Uh, the next... Captain Marvel or... Yeah, and and the the next Avengers movie. Everything that we talk about for the future movies, it's all going to be speculation because both Andrew and I... We didn't, I, I mean, did you do a whole lot of comic book reading? Uh, no. I mean, I, 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 and, I owned... and I'll be honest with you, like, once, I think my, my interest, like, I used to watch all the animated stuff. Like, I watched yeah. the Spider-Man TV show and the X-Men TV yeah, show Yeah, I all watched that stuff, all that. But, like, I, I wasn't going to the store and buying comic books all the time. I had some. Yeah. Where most of my knowledge came later, honestly, when I got into high school and, honestly, in the first couple years of college where I would go... To like books a million and get, or even just like the library and get like the fucking anth- like anthologies yeah, the, or whatever. Like the hardback. And I would read through a lot of that, right. or I would get like the Marvel encyclopedia, or just simply go on the internet and just read because like I would get, oh, what is this character about? And I would just dive into their thing. Right. That's what I did. Yeah. And, and so, so take what we say with, uh, I mean, not necessarily with a grain of salt, but like. Hey, we're just speculating, and also if you know we say something that's kind of hitting close to maybe what might come, uh, let us know if you think that hey you're onto something there because you have read the comic books. Please feel free to comment or shoot us an email or whatever you want to do. Um, so yeah, uh, but our uh, our first topic, uh, we're basically going to talk about the movies that have come out so far in Phase Three, which is actually just two movies and it's Captain America Civil War and Doctor Strange. Um, so I have a huge problem with Civil War. <laughs> it was right off the rip. There, uh, where there, where's the Confederate army at? Okay. Okay. There, there wasn't enough goddamn people in this There wasn't movie. nearly enough comic book characters in that movie. <laughs> I'm uh, kidding. That, no, that uh, awesome. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> actually one of the things that were uh, we had planned to talk about was how all these uh, these movies now even captain america civil war it's it's not even an avengers movie but there was so many characters it in might it might as well have been an avengers movie right it was it was basically avengers 2.5 yeah. that's one of the things that marvel is doing right they're able to handle um all these characters in one movie and still give them 
their own time. If you want to see how uh, how that is done improperly, watch Spider Man Three <laughs> by Sam Raimi. Raimi, uh, it's not good, and there's too many characters in it. But what's funny is, then you watch the Avengers or Captain America Civil War, and you don't feel the same. Right. Um, exactly. Civil War was able to bring all these even more characters. I mean, probably the most that we've had so far into one movie. It was. It was the biggest collection. What? Because we were we were minus Hulk and Thor. Right, but so that they added in like Ant Man and fucking Winter Soldier and Falcon true, and true, I mean Spider Man, uh, Vision, okay, everyone, and so that movie was able to give just that that fantasy of like, what if this happened, and threw everybody in there without making it a mess, right? And I and I thought that was really good because yeah. the central plot of it it was still a Captain America movie. Captain America was the main character of that right. film. So you were you weren't just trying to follow. Let's try to follow 12 people on this zany adventure. <laughs> no, it's Captain America is dealing with this shit and then oh wait, there's all these other people involved. Right. And I very 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 well done. I uh, wrote down a couple things that I really enjoyed about Civil War. The first thing that I wrote down was and we will go into spoilers, so if you haven't seen it, uh, Sorry. Pause the podcast. Go watch Civil War. And then come back. Actually, go fuck yourself if you <laughs> haven't seen this movie. Just just shoot yourself in the foot and uh, and then while you're in the hospital getting your foot fixed, watch the movie. <laughs> You'll have time. And, and then come back and listen to the podcast or just listen to the podcast and have it spoiled for you. Anyways, one of the things that I really liked uh, about Civil War was, and this is kind of a weird small thing, but the twist at the end when you found out oh, about that, his parents. Um, yeah, when because that was something that I had always uh, I was always curious about, and I'm not exactly sure. Uh, we might have discussed this on the show already, but I wasn't exactly sure what happened to his parents and whether this twist at the end, which of course was Tony Stark finding out at the very end that Winter Soldier was sent on a mission, he was taken out of frozen carbonite Mm -hmm. and uh, sent on a mission to uh, kill his parents and take the shit that they had in the trunk. I don't know if that's actually what happened in the comic books or they just threw that in the movie to be part of the the MCU. But either way, um, that twist at the end was fucking fantastic. Whether or not it was in the comics or not, it made sense for the continuity that was established for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I look at the MCU as its own comic book series. Mm-hmm. So anything they I th- do I, in it... I think that's exactly how it should be looked at. Like, fine. Like, I think it's it's kind of the same thing with Game of Thrones right now. I mean, I know Game of Thrones mm-hmm. is not what we're talking about, but it's a good example for what you just talked about, is that the, the first season um, matched r- really well with the first book. But after that, it kind of deviated into its own thing, and now you can't even watch Game of Thrones and compare it to the books anymore because... One, the books haven't caught up with the show, and two, they just kind of have gone off and done their own thing, but it's still doing really well mm-hmm. as its own separate entity. Yeah. When you have that freedom to just make a story, right? You and then with the with the group of people that are involved in creating all those stories for Marvel, they know what the fuck they're. They're talking just about. coming up with good shit, right? You know, I mean, having having that happen because because when I'm when I'm go, you know going into this movie, you're like, <clears throat> what's gonna make Captain America and Iron Man? fight like that and right. once that the first part of it just being the different signs of that um document that they were on mm-hmm. you know the the superhero registration act and everything that that's straight out of the comics but right i kind of thought it was awesome that they had winter soldier do that and then that way 
Iron Man's like, well, fuck him. I'm going to kill his ass. And then to- and then Captain America understands, well, shit, that wasn't him. He's completely fucking brainwashed. Like, right. He's, at this point, simply a vessel for their for Hydra's bullshit. I don't you care. Know? He killed my mom. Yeah, just that. Like, I can understand both points. Like, if that, if that was my mom, like, yeah, dude's going to die, you yeah. know? And then you're going to, obviously, uh, Cap is in his way. And so that... That created a real conflict. I'm like, okay, good. Now we don't have a story problem. And, <laughs> you and know? that last and that last scene though, when oh, the, the last, three like, of them, fight? Yeah. ridiculous, uh, ridiculous. Just, like my favorite part was when um, Iron Man like was able to identify his fight patterns mm-hmm. and then fight back. Mm-hmm. Like, because, uh, I mean, it was two against one. I was like, how the fuck is he going to come out of this alive? And then he pulled that shit, and I was like, oh, fucking Iron Man and his technology. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Cap still beats the shit out of him at the <laughs> end of everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was like a, an upside for uh, for <sighs> Iron Man for like two seconds. He's like, oh, I can see your shit. He's like, I'm stronger than you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off, Stark. Fuck off, Stark. I'm a war hero. <laughs> <laughs> The second thing that I had down was uh, is something that we already kind of briefly touched on was balancing out all the characters. Yeah. Um, you know, they've just done a really good job of, you know, having just so many characters in one movie and being able to not overwhelm the viewer. Be mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, there's so many people uh, just have trying to keep your head from exploding. They use it as a good uh, launching point for Black Panther and for Spider-Man. Yes, as well. that, that's also a, a, a great point is that this movie, it, it's almost like, uh, it's almost like a funnel where like all these separate movies, you know, they kind of die, uh, kind of lead either to the Avengers or to, in this case, Civil War. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of, come up with all these new stories for the new uh for the for their new friends yeah yeah for for you know for the black panther movie or for um you know the next captain america if we get one or the next um the next thor movie whatever so yeah that's that's a good point point. and then the third thing that i had was introducing the difficult decision that each avenger had to face which of course was whether they wanted to sign the what is it the Sarkovia Accords? Yeah, which is in the comics called the Superhero Registration Act. Right, uh, yeah. but of course in the movie it's called yeah. that. But I liked how some of the characters, obviously Stark, you know, has a very firm stance. No, doesn't question any uh, well, anything. And he, can I can I I'm going to compliment them again on how they did this. Yeah, Tony Stark's attitude the entire time we've known him has been very. I mean, he's been given a middle finger to the government the entire right. time. So I was really, yeah. since since nothing else had really been established up to that point, to how, because I'm thinking, I'm like, how are they going to get him to even want to sign that? Yeah, so, I was very so, interested so in that So throwing too. in that scene at the beginning where the mother was pissed off at him for her son dying over there when they were fighting Ultron, it brought, into, it brought in that um, point of like, well, how many other casualties are happening when the superheroes are fighting people? Mm-hmm. Like, Normal ass people are dying when they're being hailed as heroes. Like, well, there's also some collateral damage as well. And that to me, okay, that struck with Tony. And that's why Tony was like, we got to fucking like knock this shit off. Yeah. And so 
I'm glad they did that because I, going up to the whole time, I'm like, why would he in this version? Why would he? Yeah, pick it, that it side? didn't. It, it it almost would make sense for the, for there to not be two sides. It would mm-hmm. just be like them versus the government. Yeah, that that's <laughs> yeah. It, uh, uh, yeah. like mentally, you're like, why would anyone want to sign this thing? Yeah. Um, especially Stark. But it's almost been a slow phase uh, of him coming out of his old persona, starting from Iron Man One, where he comes back after being captured mm-hmm. and he shuts down the, the weapons. weapons industry yep. of uh, of Stark and um and so ever since then we've kind of been seeing this slow gradual change where he's still very much into himself um but he obviously cares very much about um, he's a more people. responsible version maybe right yeah uh, he's like you know sort of grown up you know, Stark, sure. basically. Uh, that's kind of one of the things that I liked about Civil War was that how Stark had his strong stance and then Cap, he obviously had his strong stance. But there was um, those other characters in between, like uh, like Wanda, she was wavering there. Who else ha- Who else kind of had a, a, a wavering stance? Well, we I, mean, like- you, I mean, okay, so Vision went with it right away because he just felt it was the responsible thing to do, and he's right. Mr. Goody Two-Shoes anyway. He's basically like electronic version of Spock. Yeah, and then, you know, obviously Tony. Spider-Man did it because he's just following what Tony said and mm-hmm. Tony told him to, so there you go. Um and then, of course, Rhodey's going to go with it because, you know, War Machine's going to go with it because he's, he's with the government with already. With the government, and he's Tony's friend. And right. then um, Black Panther was just pissed off at Winter Soldier and Captain America in a way. So he really didn't. I don't think he was so much as into the Accords as he was. I mean, obviously, his, his poor father died, right. you know, so he had that little bit of a personal thing. But I don't think he was as much into the. Into the um, Accords as he was just in for revenge right. for his dad. So I guess there wasn't really um, a Wa- whole lot well, of characters that were that were, weren't sure. Well, but they were all. I think they were more afraid of like what that was going to do to each other because they right. were all allowed to have differences of opinion and shit like that. And even Captain America thought about it for a second, but then he was like, "No, fuck this. You know, yeah. this is not the right way to go about this." And then obviously, you know, Hawkeye and and um, oh yeah, and Black or Black Widow was on the superhero registration side mm-hmm. with with her it was odd that she was and obviously then she turned coats you know the way that she does right so um she was going to get what she wanted regardless of yeah whatever. she's she's always looking out for her she's own great. interests i yeah. love her yeah she's, um, she's pretty great no i love her <laughs> <laughs> um, but um it's real it's deep anyway yeah the 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 tearing apart of the team and establishing which is the point i was going to make going into the rest of our discussion of the rest of these phase three films is Captain America Civil War being the launching point for the state of affairs and the state of the universe because okay so going into everything following this movie every because now we have to get to Avengers Infinity War we have to get there that's the next yay we're all back together again movie so um where are we oh well we have to break the team up somehow and make that a conflict so how they handled that and then how the movie ends with there being at least a glimmer of hope right. that, that Cap and Iron Man are going to kiss and mic up. Right. I, I was actually uh, a little surprised to see that glimmer of hope. I, I thought it was just going to end. It would just be very, very rocky and there was going to be no like 
any sort of hint at kiss and makeup mm-hmm. action. I'm also interested to see what they do going forward because they didn't kill Captain America in this movie. Right. Yeah. I did read uh, an interesting, I don't know if it was a blog post or, or what, um, but it was shortly after that movie came out where someone said, uh, I too am uh, concerned that they didn't kill off Captain America. And then someone came in and commented on that saying, that kind of metaphorically on some different level killed Captain America okay, I can because see that. he throws down his shield. He's done. He uh, he surrenders his uh, identity as Captain America. Yeah, he's just Steve now. And, and he's just Steve. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Yeah. And uh, so he... He's just Steve now. And uh, someone basically said that that was symbolically Captain America dying. Um, so the persona has been shed. So, so and argue because he can't stand behind what America's doing, right? With this thing, so you, you could know. make the argument okay. if if Marvel decides to not kill him off in the future, like actually kill him off, one could make the argument that that was the moment that um, Captain America died, quote okay. unquote. That's a decent um, point. So yeah, you, you could you know take that into consideration. So I guess we can either talk about this now or later, but I also had down like maybe talk about our personal stance on whether like if we were Avengers, like oh. if we, uh, what side would you choose? Or maybe if really it, it isn't that simple, like me, uh, I'll dive right in. I'm what... In this particular situation, I'm more pragmatic, meaning I really don't know which side I'd choose. Yeah, uh, it, I, I in very much enjoy hearing both sides because both are very good points. Like signing the accords means you're basically held responsible, uh, which you kind of should be because you it know also a bunch made of, them like agents of the government, though. Right, and that's, but that's yeah. that's also the bad thing, and you know. Um, Captain America was willing to accept the fact that there's going to be casualties and he was the strongest person to accept that fact because he's um, both him and Bucky were really the only ones that saw war with the exception of Rhodey. Mm -hmm. So there's also that. So me personally, even though I'm the one who came up with this fucking question, I don't know which side I choose. No, that's fine. Um, I, I, I honestly think that uh, it, it's it's not as easy as choosing a side. I, I think that there's there's merits to um, both arguments. So I, I don't know which side I. I wouldn't sign it. No. Nope. <clears throat> Fuck that. I uh, yeah. I'm I'm leaning towards not signing it. Also, if I had fucking either superpowers or super intelligence to create superpowers, uh, I'd probably give you a give the uh, the government two two middle fingers as mm-hmm. well. Um, Come get some. That's kind of how I would, I would. Right. But the thing is, is like. I got Jack Johnson and Tom O'Leary waiting for you right here. His, his, uh, Captain America's point was very <clears throat> valid. It was like, I'm not, no, hold on a second. We understand that there's going to be casualties. We are now fighting a threat that is beyond anything that the United States government or the right. world, the governments of the world can handle. Yeah. So that being said, why can't you, everyone else, that's not super powered. Understand that that shit's crazy, and you need us to be able to operate and take care of shit. I'm not doing bad shit, but bad shit can happen sometimes. Like I didn't plan for Ultron to take a gigantic continent and try and throw it on top of the fucking world. Okay, but you know what? Next time that happens, we'll make sure we ask your permission first before we go fucking take care of it. No, no. Is it okay if we go save the world? I'm sorry, you're breaking up. I'm so. Oh, the White House is gone. 
<laughs> oh, what's I, that? Loki is uh, he's back and he's uh, he's just fucking everything. Oh, okay. Oh, Thanos is here. I'm leaving. Like, I, that's that's why his point was like, are you all idiots? Like, yes, we are all insanely different types of powers and intelligence and whatever. But why are we making this so cut and dry? Of oh. You need to be held accountable and the government's got to get involved. Yeah, because that fucking fixes everything. Right. No, how about this? You understand that shit's crazy and we understood it before you did. So um, we've saved the world like a thousand times now. Uh, <laughs> fuck you. Right. That's kind of, and that's why I would be that side of just, no. <laughs> no, I'm not yeah. signing shit. For sure. You know, what are you going to do? Write me up? <laughs> So we spent like an hour already talking about oh. Civil War. Let's uh, let's uh, move into the other ones. Move into Doctor Strange, sure. which is uh, the second, and uh, the it's it's only the second movie that we've gotten from Phase Three. Mm-hmm. Andrew, what did you think I of? Thought uh, it was great. I okay. like. I, we so... we really haven't talked uh, no. about um, uh, Doctor Strange, which is great because um, this makes for great organic conversation sure. right now. It can be real. No. Right. Anyway, I loved the casting of Benedict Cumberbatch, and he did a great job. Um, his performance Agreed. was great. He was endearing. He was funny when he was kind of a douchebag, you know, at the beginning of the movie. Um, well, he was kind of a douche the whole time, but like a good kind. But when right. he was when he was the cert when he was when his, before his hands broke, you know, uh-huh. and he was very much a narcissist and thought he was on top of the world and everything. I just loved how he talked. I loved his whole. Way he he portrayed that character, and then once he got hurt and everything, his obsession and how he portrayed or or portrayed his, I have to I have to be able to get better. I have to be able to, and, and the lengths that he went to, that ends up leading him into like, oh wait, actually, there's fucking magic, you know, <laughs> um, that and how he's able to use his um, gifts as a very intelligent person and as a doctor to succeed as a sorcerer i mean granted that's just the underlying point of dr strange in the general but right his portrayal of that and how he's reading all the books and getting really good i just i loved that story and dr strange was a um another hero that i was very unfamiliar with going into me too uh the i, 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 I knew, knew next I, to nothing about dr i strange. knew about dr strange because of marvel versus capcom the video game okay because dormammu is one of the bad guys in the <laughs> third one and yeah, like, I just... Isn't Dormammu just uh, a giant face? Dormammu can take physical form okay. as well. They just chose... The, he's a, he's, he's a, just a giant he's face. He's a very powerful being. He's basically like Space Zordon. Yeah, but bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, I liked that. I liked, um, the again, anytime they brought in the Marvel Cinematic Universe in the way that Guardians of the Galaxy brought us space and and, you know, that, the interstellar cool shit... Doctor Strange brought magic now. We, right. have, we have actual magic and spells and spell books. That's fucking awesome. I don't want to say that this movie went underappreciated because no, it did well. I, I, yeah. I, I just I think that it just didn't get talked about a whole lot because by now we've just had so many Marvel movies and it's so weird to have a new character introduced in Phase 3. Because we've had like so many mm-hmm. um, characters introduced to us so far, and uh, for me, it was weird slash interesting to have a new character introduced um, at this point in time. But I had a lot of fun with this character. You were saying um, s- uh, stuff about how he wanted to learn magic to fix his hands, and then he learned that hey, 
I can basically bend realms and you know do all this crazy. This is way shit. better than surgery. And but <laughs> but what made it fascinating, what made that story fascinating in that movie was that he, knowing all that, he still struggled with the decision of like, hey, even though I know all that, I can do all this crazy shit. I it's still very tempting to go back to uh, my life that I know and love and, and I worked so hard for. And he chose to not do that. And yeah. and it made me respect him as uh, as a a comic book hero and um, as a character in the movie. I mean, just an overall individual like uh, made me respect him more for that because um, I mean that's not a fucking easy decision mm-hmm. um, to to put away uh, a life you work so hard for to take on a life that like two days ago you didn't know existed. But yeah. Um, and, I, and there was some, there was some serious trippy effects in that movie that I just thought was so cool. Did you, did you see the, uh, um, the shooting stars, yes. uh, meme yes, for that? So that, they put it to that yeah, scene. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty great. But um, I'm, I'm interested to see now, you know, after that movie was over, I was just excited that okay so now he can go and fight thanos with the rest of them yeah that's fucking great yeah <laughs> you know like i just have a i have a like a thought of like maybe him or him and um guardians well, well that's yeah but like i'm talking like him and like um thor what's her fucking okay stop <laughs> uh, i'll shut her? up now uh scarlet witch like just magic destroying people, oh god you know like, <laughs> like just going to town that'd be on... awesome if they just fell in love mm-hmm. and like yeah well she's always in love with vision though vision's her her dude uh okay I, yeah I, that's uh, that's a thing yeah um cool doctor i don't know that's doctor... also fine by me yeah yeah um but anyway uh yeah doctor strange super cool and then it, it you know it brought us another infinity stone which we'll get more into later but right um, yeah um so after is was there more on Doctor Strange? You want to? Uh, I think that's that's just about it. Like I love the movie, but it wasn't. It, it's it's probably one of my least favorite of the Marvel movies. But in the same way that the Animal Kingdom of the Disney parks is my least favorite part. Good job. It's still great um, just, because it's, it's still fucking fantastic. Yeah, and it makes you cry when you think about the first time you went there. Mm-hmm. It's just not as fantastical as the other well, parks. Did you know that that's it's open like really late now? Yeah, like it actually so you can go on night safaris. Hours. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it elevated um, itself a little bit, and they have the whole Avatar thing there now. So, is it open? I don't know if it is, but it's going to be soon. Okay. So right on. Um, one cool. thing I wanted to jump about Doctor Strange again yeah. is we're going to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy also. Um, I loved Doctor Strange so much, and I loved Guardians of the Galaxy so much because they were my two least. I, I was the least informed and the least knowledgeable right. about both of those characters and what they do. <clears throat> I should say there's several characters in Guardians, but I'm just saying all those movies right. were great to me because I'm just going there like I don't know what the fuck is going to happen, and me I too. was so it was refreshing because yes. I had nothing to compare it to. Yeah, and I really enjoyed that. No, and so both of these movies really knocked it out of the park as far as bringing you uh, into their world and kind of letting you know from uh, I guess an outsider's perspective or just someone who doesn't isn't familiar with the comic oh, books. And I bet that there's so many people. I mean, that's a, that's gotta be a challenge for Marvel studios in general is sure. how the fuck do we get people to care about the guardians of the galaxy in the same way they'd care about Iron Man. Right. You know, they've, you say the word Spider-Man or Captain America or Iron Man or Hulk 
you just kind of already know just from a from a basic ass pop culture person you know what they're about right you say guardians of the galaxy and say groot and star lord i'm like what <laughs> you know i i didn't know what that was and so when they i remember when they announced guardians of the galaxy i'm like i have no idea what that is yeah me neither and it ends up being the fucking most hilarious endearing yeah, well, one we'll, of the best parts of it. So yeah, we'll we'll put the conversation about Guardians on hold for right this second because I actually have it as one of our talking points. Yeah. So moving on, uh, so th- these are the uh the Phase Three movies in I believe I put them in order. Yeah, that are coming out either this year or to to completion for Phase Three. In May, uh, we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, which I believe is in July. Of course, we talked about the fucking awesome trailer that we Mm -hmm. got to see uh, this morning. Uh, Thor Ragnarok, which I believe is in November. Black Panther, which I am personally very excited for, uh, which is, I believe, next uh, 2018 uh, yeah. next February so about a year from now but yeah I'm excited for that uh, mainly because I'm going into it just like Doctor Strange where I really don't know a whole lot about it so I'm looking forward to diving into their world um, and also the fact that basically everyone except for Martin Freeman is black in that cast like I mean I don't want to get all like you know sure uh, political here but um, I mean, it's fucking Black Panther, so it should be an, an all-black cast. Duh. Right. Yeah, Wakanda, really. But yeah. yeah. Um, and they got a black director. Yeah. Um, no, it's going to so, be awesome. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. And I, I know that sometimes Marvel comes under fire for a little bit of whitewashing. Sometimes uh, they do awesome shit like this. But I know whitewashing is a huge issue in Hollywood right now. So at least Marvel is doing things like this to kind of try and make up for the fact that that is I mean, happening. And I don't even think it's something like that. I mean, like they just looked at, okay, this is what the subject matter is. Like, let's get some like awesome people to make the thing. And I think it's right. really neat that that's the route that they went with it. Right. So sure. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's uh that's February. And then right after that is uh, Avengers infinity war. Mm-hmm. And then after that is Ant-Man and the wasp, mm-hmm. which will be awesome and hilarious. I'm sure. Uh, Captain Marvel, which didn't they get Brie Larson to play Captain Marvel? She's Carol Danvers. Uh, very excited about that. Uh, Captain Marvel, I also is. Uh, I don't know shit about shit about her. No, but, <laughs> but that'll be great. <laughs> yeah, because Brie Larson is real pretty. Yeah, she's um, And then uh, after that, uh, we'll wrap up Phase Three with the Untitled Avengers film. Uh, we were actually talking about this earlier before the podcast that. Um, if you don't know, it was supposed to be Avengers Infinity War Part 1, and then a couple movies, and then Part 2. Well, apparently, according to the internet, there's no Avengers Infinity War Part 2 anymore. It's just Avengers 4 Untitled. So, if you happen to have any idea why it's Untitled and would like to fill us in, please feel free. If you don't... That's also cool. You can join us on the unknown bandwagon. So yeah, that's what's going to round out phase three. And uh, it's actually uh, the longest running phase so far. Phase one and two, they only had six movies uh, uh, each. Um, And this one has 10. So it's a long phase, but it's cool because, you know, we're going to, you know, we're tackling a lot of, a lot of characters. We've introduced a lot of characters and, you know, there's a lot of storylines to cover, a lot of ground to cover. So it's cool that, you know, they're kind of 
parsing it out David, a little bit. Do we do we Connor's do fun- commenting? Oh my god. <laughs> He's probably in the fucking break room like those fucking losers. Yeah, right. If you haven't noticed, we didn't even mention Oh yeah, we did kind of mention that Connor wasn't here. But yeah, Connor's out. Not- He's at no. Whoa, fuck! Connor's not here. <laughs> I just think he's he is human garbage. Uh, no, Connor's uh, he's dead. Actually, he's um, yeah, no, he's at work. Um, and I guess he's like watching us on break or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> Look, I'm here. <laughs> he's still commenting. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Bastard. I'm here. Turn around is what he said. <laughs> Turn around. All right, oh my God. let's talk about the Russo brothers. Okay. Want to talk about them? Yeah. And those magnificent bastards. God, they make everything better. <sighs> they so basically the the Russo brothers. The first uh, the first movie that they did for the MCU was Captain America: Winter Soldier. Correct. Yeah, and that movie's awesome. It's um, still one of my favorite ones. Yes, totally a step up from Captain America: The First Avenger. Mm-hmm. I I liked that movie, but at the, when that movie came out, it was my least favorite. It was okay. It, still in the same realm some of, of those first some of those first phase one character movies sure. were very much like let's just get those done so we can get to Avengers right that, that's kind of what it yeah was. that that it, it kind of had the that feel to it they had to do Captain America's origin story basically mm-hmm. um, but then uh, of course the Russo brothers stepped in for the no Winter Soldier oh yeah Winter Soldier um, yep. and then uh, of course they uh, they came back to do Civil War. Um, and now they have signed and they're on doing Infinity War. and they signed on to do Infinity War. I don't know if they have signed on to do Avengers uh, 4 or Let not. Let them do all of them. <laughs> Give them a Star Wars movie. Right. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> like, Just you... let them direct everything oh until the God. end of time. It's been freaking awesome. Yeah. Like, the... The, the, and I honestly, I'm, and I'm going to sit here. I don't know the history of the Russo brothers. Or I don't either. Like that, but just ever since those dudes have taken the reins of, of Captain America and then now the Avengers, it's just, you can just tell the difference. It's, it's, I liked, honestly, I liked Winter Soldier, that movie, better than the first Avengers movie. Like, mm-hmm. as soon as I saw that, I was like, this is fucking awesome. Right. Like, it's so much better. And then Civil War was better than Age of Ultron. Yeah. Just, oh, oh, oh hands definitely. fucking down. Yeah. You know? And so I'm like, okay, you're 2 and 0 so far. And then now they just, like, okay, they beat the shit out of both Avengers movies. So just <laughs> fucking give them the third one. Fuck it. Like, right. that's, that's what happened. And it's, I, I expect more yeah. of the same. I, I'm, I'm very excited to see, see the rest. While we're on the subject of, uh, I mean, since we really don't know a whole lot about the Russo brothers, we don't want to be like, uh, you know, try and dive into territory that we're not familiar with. I can make the with. point of like they at least it seems like they know how to do ensemble films yes. quite well. Yeah, that's, and give each character their due. Right. Cuz cuz that's very important. I mean, when so. you have ensemble films, you don't, you know, want to uh, try and leave characters out because you're like, hey, you included, you know, Black Widow in this movie, but she didn't have any fucking lines. All she did was dance around with knives the whole time. Yeah, nope. She kicked um, ass and she said things. Yeah, she <laughs> she did both of those yeah. things. Yep. Um, as far as uh, other directors, I almost said I, Tim Gunn. <laughs> you're so <laughs> Avengers, make it work. Make it work. Make, make it work. Here's your Iron Man suit. Put it on. Get the metal going and just start kicking ass. <laughs> Uh, James Gunn coming in and fucking directing the shit out of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. And I'm expecting the same caliber and better from Volume 2. 
just nailing the shit out of all the like the casting like he um i don't know if you knew this but he didn't want to cast chris pratt right away for star lord like he um uh chris pratt wanted to come in and interview uh or not i've said i've been saying fucking interview audition for uh for star lord slash peter quill (sighs) thank you um and he didn't want to see him, but I think something happened. He ended up seeing him and said that it was one of the best decisions he's ever made. And uh, he's just talked about how much he's enjoyed seeing him grow as an actor. Thanks to, you know, this movie and then all the other movies that he's been in, uh, you know, since he's exited Parks and Rec. So dude's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's uh, everyone that was cast. Dave Batista. Uh, yeah. As Drax, is uh, I think he is my favorite character. Really, uh, that's it, fair. It, I mean, he's hilarious. I, I mean, like Star Lord is fucking fantastic, obviously. But Drax, like, like his one-liners, like "finger to the throat means death." <laughs> like when he rips the fucking mask off of uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ronan. Uh, no, it, it's it's the black dude that wears like he kind of looks like, um. Was it the guy they like that Peter ran away with at the, away at the from very at the beginning? Yeah, at okay. the beginning. I don't remember that guy's name, but he's, he just kicks that dude's ass. Yeah, he he just like uh, he, he's like fingered because uh, why would I run my finger across my throat? <laughs> no, like finger. Uh, no, his uh, lack no. of understanding anything and being the way that he's so literal is is awesome. Right, and, and Gamora going, nothing goes over his head, nothing goes over my head. My reflexes are too quick. I would, I would catch, catch it. it. <laughs> <laughs> and then my fa- I uh, my. I don't know if this is my favorite line, but um, it's way up there. When uh, Peter comes back, he's like, you've returned. And it shows him that uh, he went back for the, his cassette tape. And he's like, you imbecile. imbecile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What he went for must have been grandly important. And then he showed, you imbecile. You, you're an imbecile. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, just him and the fucking uh, um, trailer for the new the one. Ha! <laughs> you just unveiled your tape darkest secrets you, you must, must be, be so, so embarrassed. embarrassed yeah yeah he's great yeah i i, I can't wait to see more of uh, I, of that guy i'm a rocket raccoon person i just love him he's also fantastic and, and i like how it's not just bradley cooper talking it's no i putting on a if you a didn't character. if you didn't tell me that it was voiced by bradley cooper i would not mm-hmm. think that it was bradley cooper um, I'm I'm not always for popular actors doing voice acting work. I mean, I, I think that should go to people that specialize in voice acting. Uh, but I understand that. He does know, a great job. Yeah, it, it's uh, fucking fantastic. Um, and the fact that Vin Diesel yeah. recorded uh, I Am Groot in like, what was it, like 37 different languages? He did it something crazy yeah, yeah it, it, it was an insane amount of languages so that they could use his actual voice in um the overseas versions uh when they oh, great uh when they had to do the the dubbed over stuff so um that was awesome james gunn though just just doing and isn't it his brother that's the the guy that is with um tim yondu, gunn? yondu not, not tim gunn but no <laughs> yondu's like skinnier friend guy because that dude also did all the mocap for rocket raccoon the like yondu with the with right okay his 
sidekick right. who talks a little bit. That's t- that's Tim Gunn. God damn it, yeah. James James Gunn's brother. Okay, I, yeah, I think and I knew that. He, he was on. I think he was on the capture. Gilmore Girls. Okay, I wouldn't know. I, I'm I'm pretty sure I know who you're talking about. I'm he pretty was, sure. But he did all again. Like they used. So he, not only did he do like he was the Andy Circus of this movie. Like he okay. he was the one in the little suit with all the little balls on it and shit and like cool. doing Rocket Raccoon. So they had somebody to act to, and then they also just put him in the fucking movie as a character just to do that so. i i love uh, like according to the the trailer uh i mean it, it this might not be so but i love how um it seems like yondu has kind of they've joined forces again still a douchebag uh yeah I, yeah i'm sure he's still an ass and i'm sure they're still fighting with each other yeah. I'm glad for, for giving him God, it was dad for, that man was a jackass <laughs> For giving him a fucking troll um, instead of the uh, Infinity Stone. Yeah. Um, you know, but, you know, he had that big smirk at the end. So I, I also guess like didn't... his whistling scene where he sends the arrow through yes. all those things. Just fuck yeah, that whole thing. Well, and then uh, I, I was looking at, I was like, your 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 weapon, your go, your bad boy weapon is a single arrow. Like, that's, that's kind of weak. But, but then he uses it at the very end, and I was like... Oh, so it's actually, it, it does all that. Okay. You brought a spaceship down. <laughs> all right. <laughs> right. Cool. He, he fucked shit up Man, with, with the single arrow, right? <laughs> Fucking Merle. <laughs> um, Daryl doing the ugly cry. Merle. <laughs> Goddamn. Um, what else you got? Next thing I had was the Thor movies. Uh, I wanted to touch just a little bit on... Um, how uh i mean i know that we haven't gotten a thor movie for phase three yet but wanted to touch just shortly on the fact that i personally love both one and two um, of the thor movies and i i know that a lot of people really enjoyed the first one and then not a whole lot of people enjoyed the second one. I know Andrew, you're kind of in that same camp. Yeah, it wasn't of, as crazy. Like I don't hate it. Let me let me backtrack. Right. Like, I didn't hate the movie. Yeah. And and kind of the way that you said you have a least favorite Marvel movie. Like I just compared to everything else that they did, I didn't like that one. And that's understandable. Yeah. Um. But for whatever reason, just uh, his humor, um, as Thor, um, mixed with um, I don't know, um, Natalie Portman doing. Uh, Jane, and then what's her name that plays? Uh, oh, is the is her name Cat or uh, is the, the actress's you, name Cat? She I'm plays in two broke girls. She, yeah, that girl. Um, she's that. fucking hilarious. Um, but uh, I, I just I, I wanted to throw it out there that I think that the movies are a little under appreciated. I love I, Thor. I, like, I totally I understand great. how they're people's least favorite movies, and that's totally cool. Um, but I just wanted to quickly touch on that. Mm-hmm. Um, that shouldn't even really been a talking point because it doesn't really add anything. But I just want to quickly touch on it. <laughs> so how about them apples? I got a number. How about them apples? <laughs> Sorry. Had to. Yeah. Which is funny because what's his name is in that movie. Selvig? Oh, um, my God. He's uh, yeah. he's in that movie. Uh, he, Scar- he, uh, Skarsgård. Yeah, um, Alexander, or is it Alex? No, Stellan. Uh, Stellan Skarsgård. Alexander yeah. is... Is true blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His son, yeah. I guess? Stellan yes. Skarsgård is also Bootstrap Bill in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Uh, yes. Yeah. Bootstraps, so. bootstraps. Bootstrap. Bootstraps, bootstraps. So, yeah, there's there's that. I guess uh, next up on the uh, talking points, I had the Infinity Stones. Yeah. 
we can kind of um, just talk about them a little bit. This uh, this talking point was brought to you by. <laughs> Sorry, I wanted to do like a funny like commercial. You did outtake. great. This point came uh, from my good friend Miranda. I'll plug her YouTube channel at the very end. Um, so Andrew, remind me if I if I don't do that. She said, "Talk about the Infinity Stones." She said that apparently, according to the comic books um, and the movies, they the colors have changed. She said, do research on why the colors have changed because she didn't have time to go into the details of why. Um, And guess what? I didn't fucking have time to do research either as to why they changed. But um, and and I'm not exactly sure uh, how pertinent that information is that the colors have changed between the comic books and the movies. But I guess now you know that the colors have changed from comic books to the movies. I didn't know that. We talked a little bit about uh, at the beginning how Avengers Infinity War is basically um, has been leading up to all these movies about the Infinity Stones. Mm-hmm. We basically seen five out of the six because there are six. The one only one that we haven't been introduced to uh, so far is the Soul Stone, the orange one. Mm-hmm. Kevin Feige, he said that it will be introduced at some point in time in phase three, which would make sense because uh, he said the gauntlet does need to be quote-unquote filled. And so it would make sense for us to have all six stones before... You'll, you'll probably see it either pop up in <clears> one of the next two films or hell, they, if they have to wait till even the Infinity War movie, maybe he finds that one and right. gets it. Because, I mean, what's what should happen is Thanos has his gauntlet and he gets all the fucking stones. That's not going to go well for everyone. <laughs> no, um ever no, it, it's it's going to be it's going to be very very terrible basically. Um, I I think we could talk it right now talk about the infinity stones and also who's going to die. <laughs> uh yeah, it might be more of like a who's not going to die <laughs> cuz long long and short of it, Thanos is going to end up with all these stones one way or another and and, and, I mean, if you think about it, one of them is straight up in Vision's head, so that's going to get ripped out of his fucking head right. um, at some point. Not going to go well for him. And then the other ones are being... Ha- I mean, the Tesseract is... Or the blue one is still... Has been taken back to Asgard, so the Asgardians are taking care of that one. Um, the purple one is on uh, the fucking planet at the end of Nova, the Nova Prime or whatever they call it. Yeah. yeah that place. It's, it's the purple one's there. And then... Um, Fucking Doctor Strange just has the green one. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's just like, hey, come, mine. come and get it. It's mine. Yeah. You know. So just quickly go down the list of the ones that we know of so far. Um, there's the Space Stone, which is the blue one. Um, and, of course, that was housed in the Tesseract. Yep. We first saw it in the Thor post credit scene. And, of course, it was kind of the sort of kind of thesis of uh, the first Avengers movie. There was the... Uh, Mind Stone, the mm-hmm. yellow one, which uh, was, of course, in Loki Scepter. And now, of course, uh, like Andrew said, it it's is temporarily in Vision's head. Yeah, temporarily <laughs> right smack dab in uh, in his uh, in his forehead. And we're hoping that that dude, you know, he we're hoping that he he, he survives because we need him on our team. Then there's the reality stone, uh, mm-hmm. the red one, mm-hmm. which, of course, we saw in Thor, uh, the Dark World. Um, it was ether. introduced to us uh, as the ether, and now it is contained um, in the reality stone. 
and that's uh, located. Uh, the collector has it. It's yes. Little- yeah, they were. Um, they decided not to bring it back to Asgard since the Tesseract is already there, and they didn't think that it'd be too great of an idea to have two Infinity yeah, Stones. Don't, at the same don't, time. Don't, don't put them in the same place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, then there's the Power Stone, the purple one, uh, Pop the Purple Porpoise. Um, that one, of course, we saw in Guardians of the Galaxy. That's the one Or the Guardians of the Galaxy, bitch. Right. Uh, Ronin the Accuser wanted that one. That that dude was terrifying. Uh, oh, I, I actually hated him. But, like, not in the way that it ruined the movie for me. I just couldn't wait for him to go down. He was kind of like, I am the bad guy. <laughs> Roar. That's all I got out of him. I've got a fucking hammer and I want power. And you know, I'm bad because I have black makeup on. Uh, I mean, he, I yell a lot. He really worked for me as a bad guy. He was kind of terrifying and, but he was also hilarious. Cause like, like it, it was very anticlimactic. How uh, well, I don't want to say that the end of Guardians was anticlimactic because it was pretty epic, but um, of course he's like finally they're like down on the ground after that big battle scene, and you think that he's just about to fucking murk everyone, and you see um, Star Lord just fucking start dancing, and he's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Dance off, bro." That was great. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. that was pretty awesome. It was just an interesting way to uh, to mix that up. Anyways, moving on. Um, the uh, there's the time stone, which is the green one, uh, and we were just uh, Andrew just mentioned that one. That's uh, the one that Doctor Strange has. It's in his little necklace thing. I think he put it back. Yeah, he. He put it back on a little pedestal. He's not currently holding it. Right. Yeah. He he's uh yeah he he put it back um because he doesn't want to I guess doesn't want to Fuck constantly yeah. walk around with it. Yeah. And then of course the sixth one is the soul stone we mentioned at the very beginning, um of this list. Uh, and we'll like I said we'll see that at some point in time. So um so yeah that's uh, that's that for so. Uh, for the Infinity Stones. Our Phase 3 lineup has led us to, I mean, the Infinity Stones are the entire, you know, the collection of the Infinity Stones is our is our gateway to Avengers Infinity War, which has been, right. this, they've been building up towards Thanos since the first Avengers movie. When he was, when did when they, he was shown. Yeah, that was the first time, that was the first time that we saw him because Loki went to, um, He's basically the one that gave Loki his scepter, right? Thanos empowered the Chitari army, those alien people, and they're right. the ones that gave Loki his shit. But Loki didn't see Thanos. Thanos right. was just shown at the end where the like they you know, the Chitari got their asses beat and whatever, and they're like, We're real sorry, and he's like Err. he just turns his face around. Yeah. Thanos has been the behind the scenes motherfucker the entire time since the first Avengers movie. And this will be their final confrontation. You saw in the after credit scene of, uh, I forgot which, I think it's Civil War, where he goes, fine, I'll do it myself. When he gets the fucking gauntlet on, it's empty. But right. he's going to go get his shit back and kill everyone. I mean, so. What, and, like, that was one of my main questions was, like, they only, the Avengers, uh, up until that point, um, they only had people that were like on the ground that, I mean, they could sort of fly up in the air, but 
how the fuck are they gonna defeat this omnipotent badass? Because not only, I mean, like in, in versions in the comics and stuff, I mean, he's got obviously he's got two legs and arms and shit. I mean, he can walk around. Like he's just gonna show up with this fucking gauntlet on and do terrible things to them. Right. And I and I really because I know how they've they've killed him in other versions. I don't know how they're going to do that mm-hmm. in this one, which is kind of cool. I have nothing to go by. I don't know what character, I, I, you know, it, it's it's a little scary. Let's talk about how well the actors have uh, played their respective roles, because in my opinion, basically all of them have done uh, just a bang up job of playing their respective roles. Um I mean, I don't have a lot to go by, obviously, as far as how they're represented in the comic books. But I, I mean, all of them are hilarious. I mean, that obviously doesn't make automatically make them great characters. But um, I just think that they all do a phenomenal job at um, representing the characters and acting. Oh, it's um, it's fantastic. And I'll I'll focus on the the newer ones. The we you know we know about Cap and Iron Man and all of that and like and we've seen we, Chris we, Evans was born to play oh, Captain just America period you know and and seeing how the our let's just call them the original gangster crew of our Marvel Cinematic Universe team has evolved into what their character types are like right now I so just to keep it with Phase Three like Black Panther's casting fantastic he mm-hmm. does such a great job I mean, we've only had one movie with him but he was he was elegant he was badass he was cool and then another just another great casting choice for him um and then of course i just want to look into his eyes all day <laughs> Jesus Christ. you are you are a beautiful man um tom holland for spider-man mm-hmm. another great one Phen- fantastic he's just very we f- finally have as uh, we're doing this doing a spider-man where he's in high school yeah. and the kid that's playing him is actually in high school. We're not trying to pass off yeah. someone that's supposed to be in high school that actually graduated high school like 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah. I'm 37 and I'm, I'm Spider-Man. I'm 17. Right. Yeah, Which no, I mean, you know, Andrew whatever. Garfield. You know, he he looked young, but no, like the characters were. Fu- I mean, the other Spider-Man played them fine, but I just really like Tom Holland. He's yeah. just, he just he did a really good job in Civil War. Mm-hmm. So those performances have been great. Um, our um. Our Doctor Strange, Benedict Cumberbatch, was just he's fantastic. he's just awesome with everything that he does. So they've just they've added to a already stellar cast of people. Uh, Thor, Chris Hemsworth is such a great Thor. Robert Downey Jr., who really I think honestly you could probably credit him for a lot of the success of what this whole thing has turned into. Because if Iron Man had been a flop, you don't get anything else after that not to this level he's the best part of the entire thing yeah i i think i mean i don't know if they did this for sure but it seems like they um they they cast him because like robert downey jr as a person looks like uh, and mirrors tony stark oh, yeah. to begin with so you can say that he was born to play tony stark slash iron man and i feel like once uh once they cast him and they realized what they did um, they kind of followed suit with all the other actors like, hey, maybe let's try and find actors. One that, you know, the people have some face recognition with, but also, you know, maybe envision these people that, you know, they were born to play this character. Like, you know, that they actually look like this character that we're not like trying to, you know, stretch things right here. Oh, when to, they're to all make suited it up and look the way that they need to, you're like, yep. Yeah. That's that thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I really like uh, 
how, and then this was interesting because they had to recast him. Um, Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk mm-hmm. as, or Bruce Banner. I like him better than Edward Norton did in that, in that yeah, one. And, uh, and I, I really and I liked him too. Yeah. I enjoyed Edward Norton. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, uh, I actually never saw the supposedly uh piece of shit Hulk with oh, before um, Eric Bana. It's yeah. awful. Yeah. It's so uh, I, I think I caught maybe like five minutes of it when it was on TV, like years after it came out. And I, uh, I was like, oh, so this is why everyone thinks that it's so dumb. Yeah, and, and I just changed the channel to mm-hmm. porn or something. <laughs> 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 um, but, uh, but yeah, I thought Edward Norton was great. I think, uh, but I, I do agree that Ruffalo has been the superior choice he so far. He captures the timidness and the uneasiness of having the Hulk in you. Mm-hmm. You know, he, the him trying to avoid, um getting too excited you yeah. know and and how, i like because like, you watch him and like the way he's always with like messing he's always messing with his hands mm-hmm. and he, he just always looks a little just uncomfortable in every kind of situation that he's in and then he brought a real sadness to the hulk in a, in um ultron age of ultron when what? he realized i gotta get the fuck out of here because yeah. I'm, I'm a danger to everyone and it'll be nice to see him again in Thor, Thor. Ragnarok so with his gladiator excited. suit. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm so excited so, about that. That'll be great. Um, so yeah, uh, that's that's uh, all awesome. We're um, we're glad to see that <clears throat> they're not just uh, you know guns for hire. That they're actually it seems like Marvel is uh, very carefully considering who they're choosing for these roles. So mm-hmm. that's that's always good. And to They're see. obviously being well directed too because their yes. performances have been great. <clears throat> Absolutely. Um, uh, do you want to talk about like maybe some of the less discussed and, and less seen uh, characters like Hawkeye and Black Widow? Well, we've been able to get a little bit more, and I truly do hope we get a Black Widow movie. Me too. I want a super espionage spy movie with her. I think mm-hmm. that would be fantastic. I don't see Hawkeye getting his own movie. Uh, me neither. Uh, I, I don't think there's enough <clears throat> enough there. He's a great. I mean, he was fantastic. He was the best part of uh, Ultron. Of, of that movie, he was awesome. I yeah. lo- I love his whole, and I love that he's just a normal ass dude with the bow and arrow. Yeah, uh, that was that trying. was an interesting turn in that movie. Is when he comes in and saves them all in. I don't know. He was probably close to the end of uh, Act Two, and he brings them all to his house. And yeah, he's just he's got a wife and a couple kids, and he's just leaving leading a normal ass life. Um, so that was, uh, he's got yeah. so much to lose. He's arguably got more to lose and less to fight with because he is just a really talented archer guy. Right. He's not a super spy or anything like that. Yeah. So and that's, that's one of the things that, um, I mean, we could talk about this for a while, but, uh, another thing that these Marvel movies do so well is, um, kind of, uh, addressing the elephant in the room, so to speak about how, you know, fucking Iron Man, he has a special suit and he can fly. And Thor is from another world. And Captain America, he is like 98 Enhanced. years old and <laughs> yeah. he's an ant. Yeah. Um, but what do Clint and uh, Natasha bring to the table? The, one's really good with the bow and arrow and one's really good at hand-to-hand combat. Um, and in uh, that scene where they bring in Ultron, where they bring... He brings everyone back to his um, little house. house in the woods. Um, 
him and his wife have that discussion of like, do they really need me? Like, what do I add to um, this equation? And it was nice to see that conversation. Nice to see them address that issue because that was also going on in the back of my mind. Like, do they really need this guy? Like, I mean, I want to see him do cool shit and add to, uh, you know, the equation. Um, but I also want to see him be able to hold his own. And it was nice well, to see he does. them. I mean, he kicks ass. Yes. So. Uh, and it was nice to see them. Um, at, and then I, I can't remember what movie it is, but uh, it might have been uh, Civil War uh, where Natasha, she just she just straight up says like, uh, I, I, I just know hand to hand combat. Like you guys can fucking fly around and shit. I, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm totally, you know, this uh, is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is bullshit. I'm, uh, I'm on the ground with, with, the with the other losers. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, there's that. Uh, and, uh, the, the last point, uh, was just, uh, we kind of touched on this already, but it was just how the, how guardians of the galaxy, um, it kind of, um, uh, that and Doctor Strange were kind of the some of the less advertised and, and less known um, of the movies, and they just kind of blew up, especially Guardians of the Galaxy. We were kind of talking about this a little bit earlier before the podcast, um, how both of us knew nothing about Guardians of the Galaxy going in. Um, we just we saw the trailer one day uh, a couple years ago, whenever it you know came out, and we were just like this is somehow part of the MCU and we know nothing about it, but it looks pretty cool and we just go see it and it fucking knocks it out of the park. It's, it's one of my favorite Marvel movies. And, oh yeah, and absolutely. I, I, I put it right there in the top three. Yeah. Top, I don't even, I don't even know which ones I would pick, but it's up there. <laughs> no, it, it just, um, I feel like it's, it's like your parents Marvel movie because there's, there's so much like a, I mean like, you obviously it's it's the movie that you can take your kids to go see and they'll get enjoyment out of it but there's like so many so much like adult humor like the the Jackson Pollock joke uh, yeah in there where yeah. he yeah. goes he goes your place is a pigsty or whatever and he goes oh you don't you have no clue like if you had a black light this place would be like a Jackson, Jackson Pollock, Pollock painting. painting that's like one of my favorite lines um from that movie uh sound the soundtrack I love that the choice of having the his, music his childhood the music adds be, it adds it adds yeah, no, uh, it, it, it is really great uh, um, and it's become i mean that that soundtrack was downloaded fucking you know it blew up itunes once. did it like, I, I didn't oh I, yeah awesome, i mean i'm sure it did awesome but mix volume one just, it, it just crashed the itunes yeah. network um no i actually because of the soundtrack, like my mom really doesn't care about superhero mo- movies. Like, if I wanted to take her to a superhero movie, to a Marvel movie or a Batman movie or whatever, um, she would come with me. Not like I asked my mom on a lot of movie dates to begin with, but whatever. Um, but because of the soundtrack, like she really uh, is into. Um, uh, she introduced me to this kind of music, like the music that was really popular in the seventies and the eighties. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Basically, every single song that's in um guardians uh she introduced me to um and so i was like when i watched this movie for the first time i was like my mom would get a kick out of this movie if just for the music she'd enjoy it and so i was it it was cool when you know i i got to share that movie with her i'll 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 
say the same thing. My mom is not usually into, you know, big explosion movies. And Did she get a kick out of it? And she thought it was great because the music was, she loved it. Yeah, I, th- that's another reason why I, I say it's your parents' Marvel yeah. movie. It's, uh, I mean, uh, I, I mean that as like, it's it's our movie as opposed to, you know, little kids. But mm-hmm. it's uh, good for our parents, too, because the music in that movie is the music that they grew up with when, you know, they were teenagers or kids or whatever. Um, so I think it just, uh, it, the music is definitely what part of what made that movie so great. And I'm sure they're going to do the same thing with volume two, um, with the music just being so much, uh, of the backbone of the movie. Mm-hmm. So, cool. uh, so yeah, uh, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, do you have any um, any last thoughts before I, we? I don't, but just I mean, okay, I said I don't yet. I'm gonna talk anyway. Uh, the the uh, this lineup is exciting. What we have going forward, and it even adds more questions into what the hell they're gonna do when this is all over with. Like we only got a couple more years of Phase Three, quote mm-hmm. unquote. So I'm excited to see what choices they make and what we get out of it. Which which actors are going to say, okay, I'm good. I'm done. You know, I don't want to do this. I mean, what happens when Chris Evans or Robert Downey doesn't want to do it anymore? You know, mm-hmm. what, what heroes get pushed to the forefront and become, I don't even want to think about it. It's going to be, it's going to be sad, but yeah, you're right. It's, it's definitely going to, especially since we've been seeing these changes in the, the comic books with, um, uh, what the new Iron Man new is, Iron is is a, black is a lady? Yeah, girl. she's a she's a genius. Uh, she goes to MIT, right? Um, and she's I think she's like fifteen, and uh-huh. she's one of those kid geniuses. And she built her own Iron Man suit, and they just made her also Iron Man, which is yeah. super cool. Um, Captain America, right now, there's two of them. Okay. Uh, there's Falcon, who becomes Captain America, and then there's Steve Rogers, right? Uh, and then. And the Winter Soldier the in, Winter Soldier, in an arc, incarnation becomes Captain America he, at some point in time, yeah, too, he, right? Yeah, he does. After Captain America actually died in right. Civil War, he he became that for a while, but then Steve came back and whatever. Um, so, <laughs> there's, you know, people, comic book deaths are, like are usually lives. not permanent. So. Right. But anyway, uh, this is just a really fun time to be alive. Uh, yeah. And be I'm, a movie fan and a comic book person i will basically mirror all of that um i just um they've they've done a bang up job so far and i'm very very excited to see uh, what we get in the future Mm -hmm. and of course we'll be sad whenever we have to say inevitably say goodbye to some of these characters but um that doesn't necessarily mean that it will be the end of good Marvel movies. I think no, they, they will continue to be good as long as we can avoid things like fantastic four. <laughs> well, that's not really theirs. Yeah. <laughs> so it's okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, uh, so I guess we'll close it out. If you enjoyed listening to us be idiots, um, please uh, go on iTunes, uh, Stitcher or Google play. Um, and leave us a review. That's actually, uh, if you're looking to help us out in any way that doesn't cost you any money, um, that is actually the best way to help us out is to leave us a uh, rating and review on iTunes or Google Play um, because uh, it helps our little podcast, which, you know, of course, we're only seven episodes uh, in, um, but it will help us get recognized and, you know, more people, it'll, it'll show up as um, recommended for more people that are looking for geeky type podcasts. Um, so, 
please leave us a rating and review. We would greatly appreciate it. Um, also, tell your friends uh, about us. Um, if you don't, uh, then that's totally cool. I understand. No, it's not. <laughs> it's absolutely not cool. <laughs> I totally get it. You don't want me anymore. Fuck. I'm just playing. Um, uh, another way to help us out is to uh, be active on our social media. Uh, we are on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Geek Garage Podcast. We're on Twitter at Geek Garage Pod. Um, please holler at us. Um, you know, st- tell us what you think about our podcast so far, um, uh, about some of our episodes. If you have something to weigh in on, please holler at us. Uh, on uh, social media if you have an idea for what could make an awesome episode um, we are always looking for new interesting ideas that we want people to listen to Um, so if you have an idea please you know let us know Um, uh, of course you can find uh, even more information on our website geekgaragepodcast.com there we have uh, you know silly photos of us uh that we take on instagram every time we get together uh we have uh we have mp3 versions of all our podcasts so if you'd rather listen to us on our website for whatever reason you can um i sometimes do blog posts as well um in in between recordings just to kind of keep up appearances blah 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 so there's stuff to read there and there's also uh our social links, social media links there as well. I did say uh, earlier that I wanted to uh, plug uh, my friend Miranda's stuff. Um, She has a YouTube channel called Go Nerds. And I believe as of right now, she's just doing like Let's Play stuff. Um, But it's really awesome, really funny. Uh, Please go check it out. Um, Her and her friends that do it, they are amazing. Um, so yeah, go check it out. It's called go nerds. Um, I don't think they have a youtube.com slash go nerds. I don't think they own that. I think if you just go to youtube.com, just type in go nerds in the search bar and you will find them. So yeah. Um, but that will do it for this evening. Um, we will see you next time and hopefully next time we'll have Connor. Actually, uh, we're, we're, uh, I'm recording a, uh, another uh, episode Friday, I believe. So, um, yeah, be looking forward to this one and then that one uh, later on down the road. So we will see you later. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.